Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with my co-host dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. We remind you it's not free. Complimentary <laughs> means it's supposed to compliment. It enhances what you do with your horse. <laughs> That's right. Also in the studio with us, it is, gosh, an extreme honor to welcome Aaron Vale here. Aaron, thank you for being here. <sighs> thank you for having me. It's awesome. I love it. I was actually supposed to interview him, I think, like the day after I broke my neck in 21 and Gigi jumped in and I was very delighted that she was able to go over and do that interview for me because I was a little incapacitated oh, and right. have... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of stuck in a chair with a brace on. Um, but it's lovely to have him with us. I'm going to have two segments with him later on in the show um, and chat about all of his successes, uh, which are, are many. I would say he's probably the best Grand Prix rider that's ever come out of the USA. And so it's huge, uh, huge big deal to have him here with mm-hmm. us. So we're going to start off, though, with some news and announcements. Um, and then later on, we're going to have a couple of young ladies in here you're going to absolutely love that are world champion and reserve world champion themselves. Uh, so we've got Lillian Hampton, Fortner and Avery Emrick. They are RSNC champions. Uh, and they're going to be with us later on. So we're just going to call this the champion show because it seems to fit somehow. <laughs> well, I feel special now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got riding royalty with us. Uh, the Horse Protection Association of Florida, who uh, turned tragedy into triumph. Pete, what's up with that? Spirit we're going to do a spirit walk. So it's a really good opportunity to go out there and get to go with nature and walk these little miniature horses to give them exercise. And they have a neat little thing where you stop at different places and sit. And they have this little booklet that you can fill out and kind of get back with nature. And the names are the perfect part of the... Faith, hope, love, and courage. We love that. Second Saturday of the month, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. You must reserve ahead of time with the Horse Protection Association of Florida in Micanopy. You can get in touch with Christine at hpaf.org if you'd like to do that. They're a little small for you to jump, aren't they? They might be small for jumping, but they'll they'll keep a jumping horse that's nervous a bit of company. That's right. They will it. indeed. So yes, they will. We and then... do have a couple minis that keep our some of our horses company. So they're, you know, uh, what do they call those? Uh, service animals. Yes, service animals, <laughs> companions. That's right. Um, and I, I think we had ride, ride, run, roll. roll and relay. Yes, don't be a fool on April 1st. Um, Florida Horse Park gets signed up. 
Uh, there's going to be raffles food, a vendor booths, and this great fun triathlon. You can have one runner, one equestrian, and one mountain biker. And it's going to be a little bit of a relay uh, there to see who, who wins. Um, you can do all three legs yourself if you're really brave. Um, apparently, I'm riding Pete's running, running or dancing, actually, <laughs> uh, which would be quite funny. And then Isaac, our show producer, is going to be the mountain biker and Gigi is going to record it all for posterity because it should be fairly funny. How, fa how far is the running and the biking? That's <laughs> a good question, I right? Think I think each leg is 5K. Maybe I can Ooh. talk. I, I hope so because I don't know if I can last longer than that. <laughs> Maybe I can talk Aaron Vale. I hear he's a pretty fast rider. I can probably talk him into doing the riding for me. <laughs> then we might win. We actually might have a chance. <laughs> It's $70 per racer, and um, you can actually do a solo team for $150 if you're brave. So it looks like you get a little bit of a discount if you're brave enough yeah. to do all three. Uh, and this all goes to benefit the Volunteer Association of the Cross Florida Greenway, who keep our greenways so beautiful. Let's just pay $70 a person and get the money for the benefit there. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> and then I don't have to run? <laughs> Sounds great. Run, Runsignup.com forward slash triple dash r dash relay. Uh, to sign up for that. So, uh, or go to their Facebook page and you can get more information. April 1st, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the wonderful and beautiful, picturesque Florida Horse Park, who we love dearly. So, April 1st, get signed up. Here you go, Pete. Here is the... Ranch sorting. SRS, <laughs> Southern Ranch Sorting. That's right. We're going to have this March 18th and 19th is our next one. It's at... Marcus Kent Arena in Denellen, 4410 West Lonely Court, Denellen, Florida. Sponsored by our good old friends at Larson Hay. So we Alf Alfalfa's finest. That's right. <laughs> you can so, go and watch those two. 28th Annual Arabian Show is coming up uh, March 31st to April the 2nd, and that is at the World Equestrian Center. Absolutely beautiful Arabian horses. It's a great place to go and watch that. So uh, that should be a good show. It's the Expo, or one of them anyway, <laughs> and all Equine Industry Expo is at World Equestrian Center coming up this weekend, presented by Ariat. There should be about 150 vendors at this. Wait so a minute, say be... that again. What? Ariat. Ar yes. <laughs> Ariat. No, I talk funny. <laughs> yeah, you do. And you can stop in and see the handsome one and only Ben, ben. Heatherly. Woohoo! The fly stops here. And see, we've got piranha goodies here for Aaron. We've got a bag of goodies here. It disappears. And we've got some coupons. It always disappears. Look. Oh, see that? It's crazy how the bag disappears. Um, and we've also given him some lip chip goodies and told him all about lip chip, which is very exciting. So this is for you. All right. Your wonderful. goodie bag. Um, and what else do we have? Do we have anything else we need to mention? Oh, uh, only this. March 29th. Yes. Equine Industry Expo. Yes, this is a, um, a great way to um, learn all about the horse industry. We will actually have 12 or 13 horses downtown. Uh, we'll have a barn set up by Clayton Fredericks, our dear friend from FEI Stabling. We'll have a round pen here with some demos from some horsemanship people. We Who might, is that? Uh, <laughs> we might, Aaron's coming out. Is that what you're saying? Aaron Vale. We should plaster that all over the middle of it. Everybody if I don't up. go to Wellington to show in the five-star that week, I will come. Look at that. <laughs> I may have a show that week. What a guy. 
That would be lovely if you could join us for mm-hmm. a little bit and come and chat to some of the kids. So we'll have demos. We'll have uh, equine dentist and farrier here doing some demonstrations, some food trucks, some free carriage rides courtesy of Larson Farms. Um, we'll have some equestrians, some breeders, some demonstrations going on. Um, it should be really, really enjoyable. A lot of fun. You can meet the horses, take some photos, learn about um all of our 62 breeds that we know of that we have in the horse capital and we'll have uh, quite a few of those here for you to meet gypsy vanners quarter horse pasifino mangalaga marchador from brazil i haven't heard um, of that one that's a new one oh, it's lovely <laughs> i should get you on one you'd love yeah. it oh it's the most amazing smoother ride uh, so we'll have some fantastic horses here jody moore's going to bring her beautiful appaloosa we'll have the miniatures from gentle carousel miniature therapy horses who are currently visiting our uh, elementary schools with their books. And um, Magic is officially an Ocala PD police officer now, so she's also going with police officers into the schools to create relationships between the kids and law enforcement. So uh, lots of exciting stuff there. So we'll have some amazing horses here uh, for you to meet and greet with for that. And we'll have a classroom set up as well um, that Michelle Fortner from Fortner Farms will be Uh, in the classroom and uh, with a lot of her group of kids to talk to you about all sorts of different horse sports so you can learn about that. Um, And then I was just mentioning to Erin before the show that Sister's Place in Williston is the best place to have a delicious breakfast or lunch and that is also uh, a Fortner business so we love to visit them in Williston and uh, (laughs) we're big fans of Williston people because look I mean here we are uh, with Erin Vale and uh, coming up next we have Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson Smith. He's going to be talking about wobblers. 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 And then after that, we'll be coming back with Aaron to chat about his from childhood all the way to now, all of his incredible successes. And first and second, very recently, like this month uh, in the Grand Prix, which was pretty cool. Talk about being in the money. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll be back in a few minutes. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip.
experience the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax. From spacious rooms to extended stay suites, each room is unique, just like you. Don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either, and your fairy friend is welcome too. Elwood has cozy beds, yummy treats, and snuggles too. Elwood is more than a landing place. It's a tribute to a contemporary Southern lifestyle, a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care in the horse capital of the world. I've got Dr. Adam Kayot here in the barn with me, and we're going to talk about wobbler syndrome. Dr. Kayot, that's kind of a strange sounding uh, thing. I, I don't think I'd want to have a horse that had wobbler syndrome. Well, it's called wobbler syndrome because that's what they do. They tend to wobble. So um, uh, typically wobbler syndrome, um, the scientific name is is cervical vertebral instability so what happens typically is the vertebrae in the neck are malaligned um, and that malalignment causes impingement on the spinal cord and when the spinal cord gets in you know uh, pinched becomes inflamed and then certainly the neurotransmitter processing doesn't work the way it's supposed to um, wobbler syndrome is um, can be a, a devastating disease certainly um, it typically happens in your bigger, growthier horses, thoroughbreds, warm bloods, and particularly in stallions because they're growing bigger and, um, you know, they tend to grow faster. And so you, you can have these problems. Certainly, I think that there is a, a genetic component to this. Um, and they, the, the Wobbler syndrome can, can, um, kind of have a, a full range of, periodically ataxic, meaning they have this, you know, um, drunk kind of appearance where they, they aren't walking straight or they kind of wobble back and forth um, to being severely affected and being down, you know, uh, and, and unable to, to um, um, get up. So I've seen it happen in horses that have been normal. And then um, they, uh, the horse is, is normal. They go outside and they roughhouse with their buddies and they're banging each other's necks around. And then they come in from the field and they can hardly walk. So I've had that happen. That's kind of what we call a dynamic instability. So when, when things happen and they, and they uh, cause some trauma to the, to the, um, to the spinal cord at that and point. That. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, and, but then there's others that are that way all the time. Um, it's it's um 
like I said before, it can be devastating. Um, certainly, there there's a few places in the country that do a surgery to fuse to fuse the um, those vertebrae that are that are unstable with success sometimes or limited success i guess is what i'm looking for um uh but success is relative like what what you say success is the success that this horse is able to graze out in the field or is this success to be an athlete again some of them do become athletes but honestly most of them do not um it's expensive surgery it, it um you know uh um and the the outcome is not great most of the time depending on the severity um Certainly a lot of those times those horses uh, are, are elected to be euthanized because they're a danger to themselves and they're a danger to the people around them because they can fall at any time. And certainly you wouldn't want to put a rider on or even a handler um, if you're going to have a thousand pound animal that has a chance to to uh, uh, hurt someone like that. So, you know, it's a it's a it's a um, unfortunate problem. And um you know, one that we we certainly are aware of, um, you know, certainly other things that can cause these sorts of uh, signs are are uh, uh, EPM. EPM. Yep, yes. certainly EPM is, is you know, kind of number one at the top of the list. And um, then certainly some, you know, other, you know, herpes can cause neurologic problems, uh, viral things, West Nile, you know, any of those things are, are can cause that as well. So. Certainly a wobbler syndrome is, has to be on your list of differentials when you see a horse presented like that. And then it kind of moves higher to the, higher to the top if the horse is younger, a big growthy horse and that sort of thing. So, um, certainly you have to keep that in mind, um, when you're dealing with, with, with something like that. You know, that, that actually brings me to another point for the second part of this segment, which is it's got to be very difficult to be a veterinarian, in my opinion, much more difficult than being a doctor because you can't ask and get an answer. Uh, where does it hurt? How does it feel? And all of that. And, and what are your symptoms? So when you go to look at a horse and, and bringing up a good point, I was thinking of EPM when you were talking about it. Um, when you go and look at a horse, isn't it really difficult? I mean, if you've got the history and if the horse has been your patient for a long time, I'm sure that really helps because you know what kind of disposition and different things about the horse's history. But when you go to look at a horse, there's so many things you mentioned like West Nile and um, equine herpes and of course EPM all sort of have some similar symptoms. When you go and initially evaluate a horse, what's the first things that you're looking at if it's not been a long time patient necessarily of yours? Well, history is number one. Usually if you can get, if you can get a a good history from the person that's with the horse or that knows the horse better than you that helps immensely if you don't have that then you just kind of got to start clicking off your boxes you know certainly um do blood work you you know you start testing for things and and you you do a full neuro evaluation a full physical exam can give you a lot of information um uh, uh, you know certainly if, if a horse presents like that and hasn't been vaccinated in two years, and you're thinking, well, that moves things up to the top, you know, and, 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 you know, so, um, uh, if the horse has been on a stressful schedule and, and is doing all that thing, you know, doing a horse show circuit or a race circuit or whatever, 
then other things kind of move up to the top and, and things kind of slide down. If the horse is young and growthy and like, you know, is, is, uh, you know, tends to be a taxic. Well, that moves wobbler kind of up to the top. So certainly history is very important. And if you can get as much history that helps, it's like you said, we can't ask them questions on where they've been, what they've been doing or anything like that. And then kind of their signalment. How old is this horse? What's this horse look like? What's the physical exam look like? Um, so we go through all of those things as we're evaluating this patient to try to d get a diagnosis on, on what's going on. And then the only other thing I can think of is funny story, not a Peterson and Smith veterinarian, I might add, but there was a veterinarian out at a farm where I was keeping my horse years ago and he was a gated horse and he was a Tennessee walker. And one of the veterinarians or the technician that was out there saw him running across the field and said, I think he has EPM. I said, no, he's a Tennessee walker. A Peterson and Smith veterinarian would never, ever have done that. Um, but that's something definitely to think about, right? When you're examining a horse, whether it's for a pre-purchase exam or an illness, is you're not going to want to look at a horse and say, oh, it's lame when it's really just gated and it moves differently. So that's something to take in to consideration in exams for this sort of thing, right? Absolutely. You know, the, the breed of horse and what they do for a living is is all part of that. And, and you know, certainly gated horses are can be very difficult to uh, get a lameness on because they don't move like a normal horse, you know? So um, when, when we're used to looking and evaluating lamenesses on normal horse horses that trot and walk and canter the way normal horses walk. When you get a gated horse like a mountain horse or a walking horse or a, a Pasofino or any of those types of things, then it can make the evaluation process much more difficult. But, you know, we try to work through it the best we can. And you're fortunate in Ocala, the horse capital of the world, where we have 62 breeds, you get to see a lot. Diversity. <laughs> Diversity helps. Diversity central here in the horse capital. Thank you, Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, LipChip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by LipChip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is lip chip.
talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the third segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest self-alpha. Yes, he is fanning me because I ran to the <laughs> CEP building and back. And yes, I'm unfit and I'm sweating. <laughs> so this is the CEP Equine Studios in the CEP's Equine Building for the Equine Initiative. And we are the only chamber in the world that has an Equine Initiative. We've had it since 2016. And we've done lots and lots of exciting stuff uh, with the Equine Initiative. And um, I had to run over to the CEP because I had to get one of these. Because guess who's on the front? I think I'll have him autograph it. What do you think? Woo-hoo. I wanted to get him one and us one. And so um, we need a stack of these big time here. Uh, but this is Aaron Vale on the front. And this is Aaron Vale in, in person. person. And there is probably about 50,000 of these made. Um, that went out to all of our CEP partners at the uh, annual luncheon last week and went out all around town. Um, These will be everywhere for the entire year. They're the relocation guide um, for Ocala and every hotel, every business, um, every CEP partner. When we have over 1,600 of those, um, gets one of these. uh, So uh, it has our directory of all of our partners in it um, and lots of other great stuff. But the best part, it has Aaron Vale. On, on the, the cover, on, on the, the cover, cover, jumping with a helmet. Because when he walked in, I didn't recognize him because I'd only seen pictures and videos with him with a helmet on. That's funny. <laughs> so it's nice to see your civilian look. Well, thank you. This is the civilian look, yes. So. I don't know. That helmet might help. <laughs> and which horse is this on the front? This is a horse, uh, Boreal de Talma was her name, is her name. And uh, a friend of mine, I was competing him, competing the mayor for him. For my friend Mike Connors, and uh, now his uh, wife, mother of his children, is is now competing her, and they're doing quite well also. Amazing! So, so you have we, to send her a copy yeah, as gonna, well. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. You send better him have a another picture. one. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, I've yes, got to go. give this to Mike because that's his horse on there. <laughs> there you go. So. That's fantastic, Aaron. You you're the biggest name in. As far as the USA goes, you are absolutely the biggest name in Grand Prix jumping. Your success uh, just supersedes you. There's nobody, I think, in the horse world that doesn't know your name. That's pretty, uh, pretty awesome accolade to have. You definitely uh, soar over the jumps. I know you couldn't have. Couldn't have that's soar how. is the word. It's of the, the di- word. S O A R is the word of the day. Not soaring. Pete will. <laughs> Pete will struggle to catch up with me. I'm sure. Yes. I will. Um, but I, when I read about you growing up around horses mm-hmm. and, and I read that you were on a horse the day before you were born and you were on I a horse the, the day, day before I was born and the day after I <laughs> and was the born. Day after. I don't know why they didn't get me on a horse the day I was born. But, you know, <laughs> that was their mistake. The day after. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your family. You, you grew up with a family who have been in the horse world, been great success mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. horse world. Um, so starting out right from the beginning, um, you, you were around horses and loved them. Yep, grew up grew up on a farm with horses. My my dad was a vet and also a rider and trainer, and my mother was a was a trainer and licensed instructor. She went to you know London to to get certified, oh, which was a wow. thing nobody's yeah. nobody's certified <laughs> barely these days. But even way back then, you know, she made the effort and spent a summer in 
England doing doing a course and, and all that to become certified. Um, so, you know, I grew up with horses and instruction and all that right from the get-go. Right from the get-go. So what did they train for? Were they? Um, they hunter jumpers. Hunter jumpers. Hunter jumpers. Okay. Um, you know, back in, back in those days, uh, it wasn't quite like it is now, but, um, you know, hunter jumpers and... You know, they uh, they actually ran schooling shows at the farm I grew up on once in a while. And uh, I was scared to canter back then. So they, those before I was even jumping, I, they'd let me show in every under saddle class during the horse show. Um, and when it went time to canter, they said, you can go stand in the center of the arena. And one day I was too embarrassed to go stand in the center of the arena and I just stayed out on the rail and cantered and that's that's when I started started cantering <laughs> probably five years old or something really mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. wonderful wow so you so. went up kind of all the way through your childhood um you you did not just jumping you've done equitation and equitation you hunters. didn't like that right <laughs> well I mean you know it's not it's not as exciting it's is not it? as exciting but I mean it's you don't you get know, a chance I, to soar the over the jumps the idea is that it teaches you the basics of horsemanship for for our discipline and all that. So, yes, that's true. So there is some good to come from it, even mm-hmm. though it's not, you know, it's more like school than recess, you know. <laughs> right. right, yes. So for someone that doesn't know what you do, explain the competition part and what you're looking for. Well, we need a horse that's athletic enough to... To jump big fences, I mean, the top of the sport, the Olympics or whatever, you know, you're going to be jumping fences that are five foot two, five foot four, you know, a, a course nearly 17 jumping efforts at that height is quite demanding. So, you know, you, you need a, an athletic horse. Um, there, the, the aerobic part of it, I mean, is almost like a horse running a race, you know, at the Breeders' Cup or whatever, so it th- there's a lot of factors that go into it, as well as you know, to get a horse schooled to this level of jumping, probably they're not going to be ready for that until they're 10, 11, 12 years old. So it's a long road um, to get there. It's a lot for the horse and and the rider, you know. So it just it it's it's a job. <laughs> It's a job. It's a dedication to, to get to Grand Prix or, you know, even international Grand Prix, which is is the top of the sport. So it's a timed event? Um, yes. I mean, you know, when, when we're jumping a course, you have to complete the course within a certain amount of time. And then, you know, everybody that jumps a clean round and is qualified then comes back and jumps a shorter course to see who's the fastest with the least faults so um you know there's you know there's there's quite a bit of speed involved in it so, so. it's a clear round for the first go around and there's faults if you knock one down or well, refuse one right there's there. kids yep, look there's at kids that are, look wow. at that pony too yep. what a cutie she's just six years old right there <gasps> and how is she's nine now nine now. nine now mm-hmm. so that was about three years ago so how about you did you have little ponies when you were little um not i i had one pony when i was quite young and uh, Miss Pickles. Miss Pickles. She was a super, super, well, I don't know if she was a super pony, but I remember she used to get loose all the time. Uh, my parents would turn her out in the indoor, or in the arena because they didn't have a 
you know, the other horses got priority to the grass paddocks and they'd shut the gate with a leather strap and she'd chew through the leather strap and then she'd be gone. For Naughty pony. She'd be gone for a couple days at that point, you know, and we had to, we had to, we had to go find my pony. Sometimes she was gone for a while, <laughs> but she always came back. She'd come back always and get hungry her. eventually, uh-huh. right, yep. and come mm-hmm. and return. So how tall are these jumps? Those jumps are, uh, most of those in those pictures are a meter 50, which is approximately five foot, just a, just a notch under five foot. Five That's foot amazing, isn't so. it, to think just so. a little bit. Stuart so are you yeah. scared at all? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, not, not with horses that you train and live with i mean you you know what they can do what what they trust you to tell them to do and you know they trust they trust you and you trust trust them them. you know i mean now if it's a horse that you know doesn't have that confidence or something then i mean that can be you you don't even want to you don't even want to be in there on a horse like that you know i mean if if the horse isn't confident enough to to take a pretty good shot at what you're doing there's there's no need to to be at that level you know that that, level. that's yeah. not good horsemanship at that point we have to wrap this segment up but we've got aaron vale with us for another segment so stay with us on the horse talk show for the second half is coming right up welcome back to the horse talk show have you ever heard of a horse that could talk listen to this with your host louisa barton she's literally in love with every horse Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host, Pretty Pretty, Louisa Barton. She's a Brit. She's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet. Your Chevy hometown <laughs> Chevy experience. experience. There's me. Says I should leave him to it. What happens? Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here, host of the Horse Talk Show, in the studio with Dancing Pete Rhoda, my co-host. And we have a very special guest, Aaron Vale. We should have him on the show much more often. Yeah, because has- you, you didn't even hear the Winnie, and we kept on rolling because we were having so much well, fun. We were having such a good time. I mean, really. So- so we were talking about uh, Miss Pickles. Was it Miss Pickles? Miss Pickles. Miss Pickles, yes. Yeah. We were talking about Miss Pickles and, and going from ponies and onto horses. And and as a teenager, like through your teen years, did you start to excel right away? Or has this been a process over years and years um, to get to? No, the, as a teenager, 13, 14 years old, I started, um, you know, catch riding and, and getting paid to to ride and show people's horses back then. So I've been a professional a long time uh, with that in mind. So um, I guess at at that point I was recognized that I was talented at the game and all that. So, And what is catch riding? uh, Catch riding means you ride somebody else's horse at the competition, um, maybe to market it in a, you know, different division in a different division or get points for it or whatever and um and have somebody that knows what they're doing riding and it. Have, have somebody <laughs> that knows what they're doing doing it so um it's a like great said, opportunity I, she get to ride a lot of yeah so i got to and, you know at an early age i got a lot of experience riding lots of horses for lots of different people so it was more you know more so even than just the the horses you know whoever whoever owned that horse and 
they had the horse with a trainer. So I got I got to pick up tidbits from lots of different trainers, you know, showing showing other people's horses. So I was exposed to lots of different ideas and you know little little tricks of the trade and whatnot. So and then you met Mallory, and actually you had a friend I think that was trying to set you up with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And the Mallory <laughs> was with the a, person that you were supposed. Where to... did you get all these stories? <laughs> <laughs> She she started an equestrian dating <laughs> yeah. thing. So <laughs> yeah. she had to do her research on. I had to do wow, my research. You, you did. But how awesome it is that you and Mallory. Well, you don't compete against each other. Oh, so occasionally. Do occasionally. you occasionally? Yeah. Oh. yeah. She's got a horse. She's recently started jumping in the in the Grand Prix. So oh. Out of mm. hits the last few weeks. She <laughs> she's actually been in the jump off uh, the last couple sundays against me. So. Uh, yeah. How does that How does that go when you go home? Well, it's. It's fine because she. <laughs> um, you you know, wouldn't let her win, would you? Well, no, I would never let her win. <laughs> um, no, I, I would root for her to beat me, but I would never let her win. Okay. Of course not. So that's really um, cool. And Kinza's you know, coming up in the Kinzer's sport too. coming so. up. You know, she's got ponies that she's jumping, and so do you, you know, think she, she's going to go the direction you did? Um, she seems to really like it. Um, we've we've been lucky to have. Nice ponies. I actually, her her pony that her main pony right now that we own, I spotted it years ago before she was even, and I saw that pony showing, and I'm like, I need that pony for my daughter. So I started being nice to the little girl that owned it. Um, she eventually came and started started riding with me, and um, I actually I I traded her an old Grand Prix horse. You know, she was kind of getting too big for the pony, so I traded her a horse and got the nice pony for my daughter. So it all <laughs> worked well out. Done, and yeah. she, she has a wonderful pony named Magic Beans. And magic Beans. Beans is pretty magic. We, we love beans. So That's wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the whole family is involved in, in this really The whole really family is involved. That's and, wonderful. you know, my daughter says, you know, the, what the, she had to do a project for school. You know, what do you like most about your family? And... She says, well, what I like most about my family is we're all competitive. So, <laughs> and she is, too. None of us is going to let someone else win. You know, <laughs> no, if we're competing against each other, no one's going to let it happen. As I say, we would we would root for the other ones, you know, but we're of not going to. We're not going to let Nobody's going to. Oh, no. she, she's leading. I'm just going to take it. <laughs> ah, that's, no. not, that's, not, that's not happening in our, in our <laughs> that's house. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this this February. Just just recently, mm-hmm. you had first and second uh, at, at WEC, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how about that for being? Well, like, that wasn't. That, that was just the, the welcome Grand Prix. It was even a, a bigger week. <laughs> It was a bigger week than that. Um, I see one of the pictures going across there of that. Yes. But um, we were first and second in the welcome there. Then the the next day it hits, I won the, the welcome Grand Prix there on the other side of town. Then uh, Saturday, I won. Or Actually, that week we jumped outside. They had the big equitation class in the main arena. So Sunday morning, I won the, the big the 100,000. Here's Ooh. the jump off showing right now. And then uh, later that afternoon, well, it wasn't much, that much later, but that afternoon we went to Hits and we won that Grand Prix as well. So four, four, four for four that week. So it was a pretty yeah, good. yeah, can't complain. Yeah, that. we got to make a, a nice deposit at the bank the yes, next week. Once, when nice they printed thing. checks, we 
Wow. Yeah, a nice day well, at the bank. That's mm-hmm. really good now mm-hmm. that you have a daughter that's coming up in this yeah, world. Yeah, you need absolutely. to put some in the bank, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And what is your tagline? I've read something about you that think like a horse. Thinks like a horse. Um, he wanted think like a horse. Oh, okay. But, and this, yes. Well, I mean, this is <laughs> that's my email address is yes. thinks like a horse. Mm-hmm. I was signing up for uh, it was meant to be think like a horse. Um, but back in the days of dial up, I lost the connection partway, partway through the process. <laughs> when I logged back in, I didn't have enough information to get back to where I was. And it said, think like a horse was already taken. So I had to add the S to and still finish works. the process. It yeah, still works. So, yes. um, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit presumptuous. You know, I, I want to think like a horse. Um, so the thinks like a horse, you know, is a, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. But, but it's that's not, important to mm. you. Your horses are important to you. Oh. The relationship with the horse is it's, so it's important. It's been my life, you know. I mean, everything I've, uh, everything I've gotten, my... My house, my farm, my wife, (laughs) everything, everything has been been because of the horse. So, you know, I have to, you know, my my whole life is basically the horse. So, you know, it's the horse is everything to me. The money and the the winnings and all that is absolutely wonderful. But the animal itself is just that allows us to have the horses and take care of them. So that's, you know, part of it as well. But without the horse, I... I'd be working at McDonald's or something. You know? <laughs> oh, you'd be a Walmart creamer. creamer. <laughs> yeah, okay. You got that personality. That. He'd be smiling though. Look at the yeah, smile. They're not even putting me in Chick Fil A. Oh, my fault. Chick Fil A. <laughs> Sorry, Chick Fil A. I know we must be getting close to the end of the segment. I I hate that we are, but we are. But what do you attribute your success to? Um. Well, God-given talent, number one, but Amen. but but desire and desire to compete, and um, you know the the will to to keep doing it and putting the effort in to to you know because in, in horses, I mean, it comes down to work. I mean, if you don't put the work in, you're not going to get the results. So. You're so right. Um, yeah. You know. I, I wish you'd put that on a billboard for a lot of horse people. I, exactly. I mean, I, I <laughs> there's say no shortcut. Every time I get asked or interviewed for something, I mean, it comes down to how are you going to be successful? Work. You know, because yeah. it's it's a, it's an all day, every day. You know, it's mental work. It's physical mm-hmm. work. You know, yeah, thinking. You know, I mean, if I lose this week, you know, my brain is just going a million miles an hour figuring out what I have to do different mentally mm-hmm. to get the horse focused or thinking the right way to to do his job so Aaron um, it's such an honor to have you with oh, us well, the horse winning so, so um, I can't believe we're done already it was so fantastic we'll to chat to him, to him. Back. well actually I'm just going to go out to the farm and get him out there because that'll be that'll be awesome we can see Kenzie yeah. too so come out for Aaron, a day. thank you so much oh thanks it's for having such me an honor. wonderful yes. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We've got some sorting with some other champions, so stay with us. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, 
Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first, providing air conditioner repair, installation, and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest self-alpha. Louisa Barton here in the studio with my co-host, Dancing Pete Roda, who's uh, dancing for us. And we're going to talk a little bit of ranch sorting. Very excited to have two champions here. Whoa. Whoa. We went from Aaron to... Two more champions. I know. It's like, it must be, this is champion night. Apparently, we should rename this. This is champion night. That's right. Right. 
<laughs> so I have Lillian and Avery here, right? Yes, so which no. one's Lillian? I'm Lillian. <laughs> You're Lillian? Okay, just checking. So Lillian is a is a Fortner Farms Williston girl, and I've been to Fortner Farms, which, by the way, is the most amazing, awesome place. And CEP is going to do some Fortner Farm days coming up oh. when limited to 10 CEP partners, they're going to get to go out and actually have a Fortner Farms day and learn how to do everything from the taking care of the horses all the way up to the getting on the horse. And then they're going to learn how to sort. And that's pretty oh exciting boy. stuff. So, um, and Larson Hay and Piranha are huge supporters of Fortner Farms. So that's a, a big plus there. Um, so we love Fortner Farms. And the owners of Fortner Farms, Fortner Farms also owns Sister's Place, which is only the best restaurant, in my opinion, in Williston. And you cannot have people actually go there for breakfast, go back to work and leave again and come back to go for lunch. So if that doesn't tell you something about Fortner Farms. and When, the, when are we and, going? Oh, oh. Or as often I as we can. I don't live that we, far from We Williston. try and go as often as we can. And Michelle's amazing. She's like a workaholic. She's the most amazing. Michelle Fortner, amazing woman. And then the Emmerichs, I've known them forever and ever and ever. And what a lovely family. I've known your dad um, from way back um, when, when he was regular at the CEP as part of All In. And, of course, I've known your beautiful mother for about as long as well. So another lovely family that are very vested in our equine community. So um, lovely to have you both with us. Um, champ and reserve champ. So who's champ? Who's reserve? Okay. We're both reserved together. Oh, both. <laughs> She got champion and reserve champion. Okay. Yeah. So when did you guys get started riding horses? I got started riding uh, about four years ago. Well, I started sorting about four years ago. And then I didn't really know much about them, but I've always been around them. So, And, and you've how long? I've been riding my whole life, but I started hunter jumpers when I was like 10 years old. And then she asked me to go to a show that she was showing at for the sorting that was right across the street from my house, and I went, and me and my dad got on a horse, and we just never stopped. <laughs> you just wow. loved it. So you guys have known each other since before pre-K? Forever. Like forever. forever. Our parents were friends before we were even thought of. <laughs> That's so. awesome. Wow. So long, long time. So uh, are you competitive with one another? We are, but... We support is it, each is other. It, oh, it's kind of like the Aaron Vale story. <laughs> We're not going to let you win, but we'll cheer you on, right? Pretty much. <laughs> we'll cry in the corner later, right? <laughs> Kick the dirt. <laughs> so tell us about sorting. Tell us about the sport of sorting. Tell us kind of how you, um, first of all, how you, how you, what you like about a horse for sorting, what kind of things you look for, and then we'll actually talk about the sport and how what the rules are and everything. And I think we've got some photos and things to, to pop up while you're talking. Uh, if you're watching us on the television or Facebook, if you're listening on the radio, you might need to go find us on Echoes TV and so you can have a good look. <laughs> so tell us a little bit, first of all, what do you like about a horse for sorting? So sorting, you can do a bunch of different things. So it goes from just being able to go on a trail ride to showing them at world finals. So it takes a lot of stuff to keep them ready to show because if you just ride them at shows every weekend, then they're not ready. So it's a lot of work in between mm -hmm. every day with them. Every day. So you have to keep them very fit. Yeah. What kind of horses? Quarter horses. There you go, look at them. Beautiful. So is there an age that you like these horses to be when you start them? Do you like to start them younger? Young. So a bunch of people in the sport like horses at four, three, four, five, but we 
prefer them to be around seven, eight, just because it, their mind's better. So you like them a little bit more mature? We have a variety of everything. Do you? How many but, do you have? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, when you uh, say, oh, gosh, that means it's a lot. <laughs> around 20 right now. 20, wow. Right so on the farm, on Fortner Farms, is it just you and the family that look after all the horses? So we do, and it's our family, and then we have a few other people that come and help us too. So it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And you have to do it all, right? So you have to do the feeding and the grooming and the caring and yes, for them and everything. Do you guys feed the cows? We do, we do. Yay. So you have cows on the farm? We do. You do. And how often do you train or practice? So normally if when we ride them during the week, um, me and my sisters, uh, Gracie and Abigail, we will lope them out. And the ones that goes to shows every weekend, we try to not to put them on cows every day. So we normally just lope them. And um, the ones that are in training, um, that that's my stepdad, Grady Fortner. He rides them on cows and trains them to be ready for shows and for the people to ride them at shows. Wow. So, um, Avery, tell us a little bit background. You said you were in the hunter jumper world. Yes, ma'am. So how long did you do that for? Not like half a year. It wasn't very long. Not very long. I started at a little camp, and then a trainer came in for a clinic, and I started going to private lessons at her house, and I started riding her horses at shows like half a year. It wasn't a very long time. Not very long. Did you enjoy that? It was a lot of fun, yes, ma'am. Yeah, so you liked jumping. So you, you started that, and then but then when you saw the sorting, you just that, that appealed to you more? Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. So how did you work your way up to excelling? How, obviously, it's a big deal to be, uh, to be a champion or a reserve champion. How did you work your way up to that? Is it, is it consistency, riding all the time, uh, great teachers? You me. ride at your house a lot every week, at least three or four times, maybe more. And you watch your higher-ranked riders in the division because you're, you're ranked at number ratings, 1 through 10, and they, based on the... Based on their abilities? Based on their ability and their money yeah. earned. Money earned? Yes, ma'am. Oh, so you earn money? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> we should be jumping and sorting. <laughs> we should be jumping and sorting. Maybe we should be doing both. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's new. <laughs> He's going to go start sorting. So what are we watching here now? What, what are we watching? What's the rules? Yes, rules. So there's different classes and... Um, so the lowest in RSNC is the number four class, and that's for the lower riders to get a chance to ride with each other rather than against the higher ranked riders. Um, this is the youth here. Um, so you, you just sorted a cow out, right? Yes, ma'am. The, the announcer will call a number, and you can see the people up there on the stand with the flag. That's the judge, and they watch the run. So the announcer will call the number, and see how they're switching back and forth. You get the first number out, and then you get the second number after that, and you kind of just keep going until your time's up. And the, and if any cow gets out of order and goes past the line, it's considered a DQ. 
Really? Wow. So the cows can't go out of order. They have to go mm -hmm. out in the order that they're numbered. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma oh, wow. So you can see those people getting excited down there. Yes, they're very excited, <laughs> aren't they? Look at them. That's, um, <laughs> that's actually Avery on her run that she won, ended up winning world champion in the youth. Woohoo! Wow. Everyone was excited for them. So Now, why was there a cow left in there? Was there supposed to be a cow? Because that's the blank cow. Yes, ma'am. The blank cow. So in RSNC, there's one blank cow left. Does he know he's the blank cow? <laughs> oh, Hold that just thought. <laughs> we're going to come right back. We have to go to break, uh, but we're going to come right back with these young ladies. We're going to uh, finish up with them, and then we've got Pete's uh, horsemanship tip of the week. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show for the last segment. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Reboot Self-Care Center in Ocala is the future of integrative healthcare, utilizing natural self-care protocols and the finest in modern technology. Instead of treating you, we are teaching you. Learn how to combat threats to your own health and protect your family. For weight control, performance enhancement, anti-aging, self-detoxing, or preparing for pregnancy, Reboot Self-Care will teach you how to improve your own health. Like us on Facebook now and find us on the web at RebootSelfCare.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet. Your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor. 
Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louise Barton here in the studio dancing Pete Rhoda from Complimentary Horsemanship. And we have a couple of young champions with us. Uh, Aaron Vale just left to head home to have some homemade chicken pot pie. pie. Sounds like he has other talents other than being the best Grand Prix rider from the USA. Um, and I think excelling to be the best Grand Prix rider perhaps in the world. Shall we just say that since he's a sure. since he's a Williston chap. We, and we'll super, just go ahead. super nice guy. Oh, yeah. Very humble. He? he is. Soul to the earth. He's a, he's a great guy. It was a real honor to have him here. And to have a, a couple of young ladies here also uh, champions in their sport. Um, we've been chatting to uh, to these two young ladies, Lillian and Avery. And we've been talking a little bit about Fortner Farms. I think we have a Fortner Farms. Um, I don't know if we've already put it up or not yet. But if we haven't, we've got a Fortner, Fortner Farms banner um, that can go up here on the screen as well. Um, yeah, there you go. There Fortner go. Farms, Williston. We love them. Uh, what a great place. Their arena sponsored by Larson Farms. Uh, a wonderful partner with the show that we love so much. And uh, Fortner Farms is a, is a beautiful, beautiful place. Amazing horses. I was so impressed by the family and the way they all work together to to make everything uh, work and to look after all the animals, the, the horses and the cows, and then to be successful and dedicated to their sport and then also own a restaurant in their spare time. I mean, it's like a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, mm, delicious. Mm, we do need to go and eat breakfast there again this week. <laughs> again this week. So what do you let's start with you um tell us first of all Lillian what do you attribute your success to is it the family all working together is is that what kind of gets gets you where you need to be so yes ma'am um my family helps me with everything we help each other um without them obviously I wouldn't be able to be at the shows um her family has helped us a lot to get to shows because it's hard to go to every show, all of us. So it just—it's a group effort for sure. Group effort. So uh, definitely, Fortners and Emricks all working together to accomplish these sorts of things. Um, and you guys are thirteen. Yes, sir. Wow, that's amazing. So um, when you when you won the champion and the reserve champion, was it was it close at the end? You didn't know who was gonna who was gonna get it, or did or do you know in this sport fairly? So um, it was a little bit ago. So. Um, she, her her run was before our run, so her and Abigail Knight, she's Abigail Knight's from Georgia. Their run was before our run, and so they got a bunch of cows. So me and her knew that we were gonna need a bunch of cows to be put up top too. And so you got to watch her go, and then you went. Mm -hmm. Wow. So do you do you help each other a lot when you're at these events together? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you do. So the idea is to get the cows out of the arena in a certain order. And is it time? This is time? It is time. It is time. And then there's a blank cow. There's a blank cow. What? Why is there a blank cow? A little bit more competition. Really? Yes, ma'am. Wow. So there's just a blank cow that has no number. Has no number. And it depends Poor on the cow. organization. Ours and C, <laughs> there's one blank cow. And then USTBA, there's two. There's two blank cows. I'm Pretty sure it can be up to four blank cows, but I could really. Wow, it's a very exciting sport. It is. It is very competitive. Yes, it is. Yes, Even at your age group, it's very competitive. Mm -hmm. So, do you have like a bucket list with this sport that you'd like? So, um, just being able to accomplish more. Like this is a lot already, but being able to accomplish more in bigger classes because the youth is very big at World Finals, but. 
it'd be nice to be in one of those bigger classes one day. Absolutely. And good hay and good fly spray are very important, right? <laughs> You've got to have the best hay, right? You've got to have Larson hay and some good fly spray to keep the bugs away. So we've got some goodie bags for you here that are going to disappear um, because they, they always do. So goodie bags from Piranha um, for you right here. And um, we've got some lip chip uh, caps down there as well if you guys want caps. But, but stay with us. Um, we're going to keep you with us till the end. Um, we love what you're doing. We're proud of both of you. It's lovely to see the youth working so hard. And March 29th for the Equine Industry Expo, these young ladies are going to be here with us so you can chat to them in the classroom area, learn more about sorting and um, about how you can actually be part of this sport yourself if you're interested and be part of coming out to Fortner Farms with us. And we're very excited to have them with us. But we are going to switch it up just for a minute to Pete's Horsemanship tip of the week dance and pete's tip of the week brought to you by complimentary horsemanship <laughs> all right today's tip of the week is the goldilocks theory so i came up with this because people You're not goldilocks yeah I'm, I'm not goldilocks so the goldilocks theory is too much too little just right so when your horse does too little, everybody gets mad. Oh, he's not doing it. And I always go, no, he's just doing too little. Just ask him again. Then you want him to do too much. So now he's doing way too much. And then you find just right. So with that theory, when he's doing too little, don't get frustrated because that's going to be important for how he flexes bends in a maneuver and when he does too much that's going to give you the speed or that he's willing to go to the other side okay and then when you get really good just right becomes too little or too much and it keeps going tighter and tighter so when aaron would say that was just right it would be beyond what i could ever come up with so don't get frustrated with your horse when he does too little that could be a good sign and then he does too much. But if he only does just right and too little, that's not what you want. You want him to do a little bit more so that you know he's not scared to go there and you get the exact what you're wanting. Then you get down to just the blank cow. You just get the blank cow. And if you want to soar. Oh gosh, I didn't say soar. Just the word of the week. Uh, if you want to soar like Aaron Vale, uh, you know, you want to be just right. Just right. These, these, uh, these young ladies here are just right. Because mm -hmm. they've got their sport down and they're uh, they're excelling, and uh, and going places. So it's exciting. So so moving forward now, the the next thing is: Do you have an, another big competition coming up? Um, this weekend we have one in Lithia, Florida, which is close to Tampa. So almost every weekend. Pretty much. How on earth do you keep up with that in school? Do you manage to do well in school still? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You both get good grades. Yes, ma'am. Wow. So you take care of the horses in the morning and the evening and you go to school in the middle yes, and you're also training your horses during the week and then you're showing on the weekend and you're still getting good grades? Yes, ma'am. That's pretty awesome. That's a, that's a pretty, Got me that's beat. A, that's, a, that's a pretty big accomplishment right there. That's, uh, that's, that's awesome stuff. Well done to both of you. And thank you so much for coming in here and sharing uh, with us a little bit about sorting so people can learn. I think it looks like a lot of fun and I'd like to try it. So I'm, I guess that means I need to come out and try it, right? That's right. <laughs> Going to have to get me out there and, uh, and get me on a horse. And uh, hopefully I don't. I remember to leave the blank cow behind. <laughs> Do you have a blank cow when you're training too? 
Yes, we are. Oh, so there's a blank cow as well. So yes, when you're, oh, I'm really kind of like, oh, you know, I'm on this blank cow thing. I I didn't know there was one. So that's kind of interesting. They're going to call a number and you're going to pull the blank cow right Stop, on. Stop. Don't say. <laughs> don't, don't say. Oh, okay. Don't say. So um, I don't know how much time we have left. How much time do we have left? Gigi, you got a timer on for She's a, she's not sure. <laughs> Are we down? Are we out of time? Oh, I knew it. You know I, when we you were know. both feeling it. I know. I was like, I've got one more question, but I won't start it now. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. I think we've had an amazing show with some fantastic uh, folks. Night of the Champions. Oh, yeah. Night of the Champions. Maybe we need to have one of those every month. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week.